Hi, everyone. So for the first episode of From Everywhere, I am going to be talking to one of my very good friends, Julia. Uh, Julia, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Hello, everyone. Um, I'm Julia. I'm friends with Abby because we went to college together. I am currently a rising senior. Um, I'm majoring in fashion merchandising with a business minor. I got into sustainability um my freshman year I became super interested in the concept of sustainable fashion just because that's when I started my major and the whole world of fashion became real for me and then job opportunities started coming up and I just had to think about what I wanted to do and sustainable fashion really appealed to me because it's something that needs to be heavily implemented in the industry or just like it it needs to change the industry it needs to be what fashion is and not just a buzzword oh I absolutely agree yeah so like Julia said we met um I'm a year older than Julia so I recently graduated from college as some of you may know already but me and Julia actually went on a trip to Japan together so that's how we really became friends and we've been friends ever since so for over about a year but um Julia was actually one of the people that continues every day to teach me more about sustainability just in general how important it is sustainable fashion brands and just like it throughout my entire life and we talk about it I would say fairly recently (laughs) and just updates that are happening in the industry and in the world so that is why I wanted to have Julia on here as like my first guest to just kind of get the conversation going since we start it and stop it all the time so I guess just like this conversation that I want to have with you today, we'll just start off as what do you think sustainability is in just like a definition or a broad sense or something that pops into your head when you hear the word? Sure. I first want to say thank you for having me. This is such a fun opportunity. Um, Also, so sustainability, I think it's a very like wide range word because it's not just in fashion. It's with every aspect of your life. I mean, sustainability I guess, means, like, the long term, like, how long something can happen for. But then when you take it into each category and each, like, sector of life, basically, it means something different. So with fashion, I think sustainability means the fabrics that you're making your clothes out of, um, how long they last, like, quality over quantity. And then there's also also the ethical part of sustainability, which is treating your workers right, your garment workers all of your employees um so that's the human aspect and then there's like slow and secondhand fashion which also comes under sustainability and that's the idea of thrift shopping or going to vintage vintage stores or upcycling your clothing like making a dress into a two-piece set a top and a skirt something like that just to make the clothes last longer basically so you don't create waste and if you're creating new clothing then that clothing should be made out of sustainable or natural materials, which is like hemp, flax, stuff that can biodegrade into the soil easily. So you're not polluting the landfills or like clogging up and creating waste. And then there's also, (laughs) I mean, it's huge. I know it covers everything. (laughs) Okay. Um, Yeah. I mean, there's just the waste that comes out of factories and the dye run that goes into rivers and, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. No, I think you described it so perfectly because when I like originally in college, that's where like my interest sparked was taking the sustainability class. And then I just realized how much of like a global impact it is. And it's mm-hmm. not, I mean, the class was geared towards sustainability in fashion, but it's so much bigger than that in like every industry that you talk about. And I think you did a really job of like touching upon every point that it deals with, especially like the human aspect and how the garment factories um, workers are treated. And I know that you and I spoke the other day about the um, like the motion that was passed that like protects the garment industry workers Mm -hmm. because of how horrible they're treated. So it's when you look up just like the word sustainability with no context, it's just the definition is really just like sustaining whatever it is. And it's so important to cover all aspects of it. So you talked about the transportation 
the effects on the environment, like the dye, when you're producing new clothes, not just to continuously produce and produce and produce, because a lot of that just ends up going into waste. And I feel like you and I have had the privilege more so to learn about that maybe more than other people have Mm -hmm. just because of the major that we chose to go into. Yes. Yeah. But I think everyone should try their best, like myself included, to understand that it's, it does affect every single person from clothing to any industry that you work in from the products that you use. Yes, definitely. 100%. I was nodding my head every, every <laughs> word you spoke. <laughs> definitely. It, yeah, it really is. And I know that you said you got interested in uh, freshman year of college. So I was a little bit later. I was junior year when I took the course and just like having that ability to dig deeper into the research and I'm a big research person that's Mm -hmm. how I really gain it and just like having general conversations with people so for me and you it worked because I was able to learn a lot from you just conversations alone Mm -hmm. Um, but I feel like it's a conversation now I don't know if you agree that people are having more often yeah I do agree and it's super super exciting because when I first started freshman year, so my sister introduced the idea of sustainable fashion to me. She's not in fashion. Um, she's doing her PhD at Yale. But <laughs> she just like, I remember we were in the mall and she was, I think I wanted to go to Forever 21. I literally think I was like, like 15. And yeah. my sister was like, oh, really? Because they treat their um their workers terribly like the people who make the clothes like I don't support them and I don't want you shopping there and I put up like a little fuss I was like ugh but their clothes are so cute right come on I need to think about that more so that's what really really sparked it I started looking into it I started having conversations with her like you said like conversations definitely help and spark the whole thing and then recently I think it's great that it's becoming I don't want to say a trend I guess it's coming into life more I hate that sustainability is becoming a buzzword like people talk about it and they're using it for marketing purposes like I (laughs) which is so not the point of it it's just supposed to genuinely be a practice that companies should implement companies but also people and I definitely can do a better job of implementing better sustaining products or investments in my life and Mm -hmm. I'll be the first to admit that but I think by starting to have the conversation just in general is it brings people more aware of what they're doing. Yeah. I so mean, like I had that college, I had a college job just like seasonal when I came home at a store and it was not into my mind. Like I was aware of sustainability. I thought about it when I was shopping, but it never caused me to actually make a change mm-hmm. until I became so much more aware of what the impact was on the environment. And I think that some people think that they're exempt from <laughs> what is happening in the world yeah. in a way, not in necessarily a bad way, but just saying like, just because I don't do this doesn't mean it's going to make that much of an impact on the world if other people are doing it, which mm-hmm. I really don't think is true. I think it's just a complete collective effort mm-hmm. in terms of making a really big change happen. I completely agree. And it starts with having those conversations. Like, I was talking to literally like my best friend since middle school about it the other day. And Mm -hmm. I wasn't aware of like what she didn't know just because I've been so focused on it for so long. Like I was talking to her and she wanted to, she, she asked me to look for tops for her because she has a date coming up and she wanted me to help her. And I was like, honestly, like I don't feel comfortable looking at the fast fashion brands right now because of everything going on. And she was like, what? And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, and so I like went into the whole thing. I was like, right now, so many of them are not paying their garment workers, yet they're still accepting orders. Like, it's just ridiculous what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> no, it is. I was just looking at a brand right before this, probably an hour ago. Mm-hmm. And it was a bathing suit, a complete set for like $12. Oh, my God. It hurts. So when you see that, people... And I understand people may not know as much about it or may not have learned about it. But when you see that, Mm -hmm. I see that as like, okay, it's $12. How could someone possibly sell that for $12, still making a profit, paying all the garment workers? Mm -hmm. But then 
other people see it as just like a great deal, yep. which is not what it is. Exactly. It's doing so much more harm than good. Yep. And then how much long, how long could it really last at the end of the day? Exactly. And it's, it's hard because we're not taught about this. Nobody talks about this. The brands don't talk about it. Nobody talks about how their clothes are made. If you're just shopping purely because you want something new in your wardrobe and you see mm-hmm. that it's cheap, you're going to buy it. If you don't question all the process behind it, if you don't even think what's this material mm-hmm. made out of, so many people just don't think about that. Like, it's just not part of their mindset, especially not being in fashion. I feel like you just wouldn't even think to question that. Oh, absolutely. And I would say that maybe if I wasn't choosing to go into fashion, I may not have known that. Uh-huh. So you know this, but I have five older siblings mm-hmm. and my two parents, none of them are fashion related at all. Mm-hmm. So I try to tell them when they're purchasing certain things, like, yes, this dress is great. And um, I have a lot of weddings coming up in my family with my siblings. So even that, thinking about what I'm going to wear. Mm-hmm. And now not just buying one thing to wear to one event that I'm never going to wear again. Yeah. And it's definitely hard to get out of that mindset. I mean, this is... Absolutely. Yeah. I This is my third year, I guess, going on four, like really knowing about it. And I still am like tempted. I'm like, oh, but that's so cute. But you have to like shift and be like, remember like the humanity and everything that goes into this one garment. Do you really want to do that? It's like, no. (laughs) I know. And I try not to force the idea on people but I think I just try to bring it up as much as possible just so they're at least aware of it definitely definitely but I mean like I said like the bathing suit that was $12 for a two-piece set Mm -hmm. people see that and that's great but Mm -hmm. um I look at that and think of I believe it's called um like piece washing or in terms of paying their garment workers they pay them per piece that they sew in the factory I'm not sure if you're aware of that, but I actually no. just learned about that. Oh, wait, Probably. actually, yes. I remember seeing – someone posted on Instagram, actually. It was, like, yeah. they get a cert, like literally a certain amount of cents per garment. Like 50 cents yes. per piece of clothing that they make. Oh, my God. And then they say it's a shirt, and then the shirt's sold for $100, mm-hmm. and they get so- paid 50 cents to make it. Yep. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I was just watching another movie for one of my classes, and – I posted something in my Snapchat story because I was literally, I think you saw it. I was so taken aback. Like, I know about it, but he was talking about a Liz Claiborne jacket that was selling mm-hmm. for like a hundred and something. And they got paid like, I think, I don't know, 30 cents. I don't right. even remember. But it's just like the people who are physically making your clothing are getting paid so little. Like, it's so frustrating. And there's just been such a shift, like a dramatic shift in fashion where like people are disposable basically clothes are disposable like we need to get rid of that yeah and I used to think like that I'll fully admit that at the beginning of college like so did I (laughs) I I just looked at clothes saying like I think from my sisters we always just shared clothes Mm -hmm. but when I started really shopping like for myself and being able to purchase my own clothes I saw a shirt and I said that's cute and I want it and I bought it exactly it wasn't nothing no other consideration went into the purchasing aspect of it but now I look at clothes online and I'm saying like I really really like it but do I need it Mm -hmm. exactly am I ever going to wear it because I still have clothes that I haven't worn Mm -hmm. not a lot but clothes that I haven't worn and that were very cheap I don't know if I'll ever wear them Mm -hmm. and then if at that point if people continuously buy like that it's just going to attribute to more waste exactly. that goes on and it's super upsetting but like it's really good that you've made the decision to like you consciously shop now I think that's what we need to get across to a lot of people is to consciously shop and think of their decisions before they purchase because we vote with our dollars I literally say that all the time <laughs> but we do. We, we really do no we do and just being more conscious of it how often especially is like a really big factor I will go on to websites, but I really do not purchase mm-hmm. that much yep. at all. But it's how much and especially like you mentioned before, like is being sustainable for brands or a person just like following a trend mm-hmm. because um, you said thrift shopping. Yeah. I remember years ago, probably five years ago, I was in New York City and I went to Buffalo Exchange, which was is like I think one of the best thrift stores. Yeah. 
but it wasn't necessarily a trend. But I think Mm -hmm. now people are starting at least to understand that instead of just throwing things away, which I feel like most people do, maybe they donate them. At least I hope they do so that they Mm -hmm. can get a second life. Yeah. But now people are starting more to thrift shop or to sell their clothes. Yeah. As opposed to just throwing them away. Mm-hmm. And I think that's great. I wanted to comment on the donating part because mm-hmm. a lot of the times when we donate our clothes, they just end up in landfills anyway because yeah. the companies or the organizations that you're donating to, they just get overwhelmed and they get so many donations that they just end up having to throw stuff out. So, Yeah, it was, I think, two or three years ago, um, someone I know was thinking about starting a company dealing with thrifting and selling secondhand clothes. So Mm -hmm. I went to the location where all the donations were brought in. It was unbelievable to see a huge, just factory room piled with clothes, not sorted, absolutely piled from Mm t-shirts and sweatshirts, things that were used. So this person said, we're going to go through and pick out the stuff that is still in good condition worth reselling. Mm -hmm. So I think I asked, what are you going to do with the rest? And I'm not sure if this person knew what they were going to do or they were just going to throw them out. It was just piles and piles of clothes. And that's, (laughs) it's so upsetting. Like that's why we need to shop consciously because we end up with waste or if we're going to create clothes, it's got to be made out of biodegradable materials because this is just crazy. And I think part of the attraction, honestly, is buying a shirt from, like, a fast fashion company is it serves the purpose and it's cheap. Uh-huh. And I think that's something which I understand because money isn't as available to some as it is to others. Mm-hmm. But even just allowing a person to think, maybe it's just better if I spend more money on this that will last me oh, yeah. 10 times longer. And I have to wear it a few more times. But it means that you're investing. It's like an investment piece for a lot of good reasons, more so than just something that you want. Yeah. And then over that time period, like you actually end up saving money because you're spending like, I don't know, a good amount up front, but then it lasts you for how long? So you're just wearing it more and more and more. And then you end up like getting the value for your money. But when you shop with fast fashion and like the trendy pieces, I don't know what if you spend like $30 on a shirt that you're going to wear two times. What is that? Like that is such a waste. Yeah, exactly. No, it is. And people just so I just hope people start to think about it more. Definitely. I agree. I think back to your question earlier with like it going on now, I think hopefully like everything that's going on in the world Mm-hmm. this stops being just a trend and people actually pay attention and realize that sustainability is something that we really need to focus on right like actually make part of our everyday life <laughs> oh absolutely yeah. and it yeah especially with everything going on it's just a hard time to navigate mm-hmm. but it really does all every industry not just fashion but um fashion create such a great amount of waste and has a really detrimental effect on the environment. But if people just stop and think that if people start adjusting their ways, it doesn't have to be this overnight change because that's not how it happens, but just adjusting their lifestyle in simple ways, mm-hmm. then it'll really make this positive impact and the landfills won't be as bad. Or even if companies consider changing maybe some of the ways that they choose to package or transport their clothing Mm -hmm. or I know some companies are starting to include more biodegradable packing Mm -hmm. materials in their packages Mm -hmm. made out of vegetables rather than just plastic. Yeah. And that's amazing. And I also think it's like important. It's like a tricky, I don't know. I go back and forth with it in my mind because on one hand, like I feel like the companies have to just like implement it in order for people to follow and to understand because a lot of people aren't going to reach out and understand it themselves. But then on the Mm -hmm. other hand, it's like we as customers and consumers need to research and learn. So then the companies can change. Like, I don't know (laughs) 
who's gonna listen first like I guess that's the the hard part to understand yeah and it just really can start in the most simple of ways from adjusting your shopping habits Mm -hmm. to um changing how you buy your coffee every day Uh, like before everything started to change I got in the best habit of just bringing my and it sounds like this simplest thing but it really does help I believe so at least in the long run just bringing your own cup to get coffee Mm -hmm. no I completely agree Um, I got into a great habit I would say of bringing it everywhere with me whether I had coffee or not that day Mm -hmm. but every since everything started to change it's not an option for the time being Mm -hmm. to use something that you bring from home but it's ignoring plastic straws plastic cups Mm -hmm. plastic bags um I read an article the other day well as most know plastic doesn't biodegrade every amount all plastic that was pretty much ever produced or used or thrown away is still on the earth because it does not biodegrade into the ground. It literally hurts me to think about that. (laughs) It just, it really does make a difference. And if people just, um, I will speak to a brand that I love and I think it's something that everyone should look into. It's called Stasher. I'm sure I've probably mentioned it to you, Mm -hmm. but it's um, a company that produces um, bags and it's, they're silicone bags used for most times food, but people use them for a lot of other things as well. It's just a silicone bag. It's BPA-free. There's no plastic. It's completely reusable, and you just wash it. They mm-hmm. come in all different sizes. I actually learned about it from a couple of bloggers or influencers that I follow, and you can just put your food in it. It's completely safe. People use it for their kids. And then just instead of using a plastic bag to carry maybe a snack that you want, You use that, um, you just put it back, you wash it, and then you could use it over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. You can microwave it, freeze it, wash it. So I think implementing little things in your life like that, glass straws, metal straws, things like that. I don't know if you have, like, something that you use all the time. Um, Yeah, I definitely think all of that is awesome. I... I use a reusable water bottle or, like, coffee cups literally wherever I go. And Mm -hmm. my sister actually got me, um, like, reusable silverware. So it's not, like, the throw-out plastic. Right. Like, it's easy to wash and stuff, and you can take it wherever you go. And, like, if I get something, like, to go or something, or I'm in a quick situation where I just need the utensils, I have them in my bag, so I don't need to ask for plastics, disposable ones from the restaurant that I'm at (laughs) yeah and people may not be aware of it or people may think that's a little weird but it makes such a difference Mm -hmm. I also want to say Tupperware just glass Tupperware yes game changer like you just put it in the fridge and you're good (laughs) no honestly just eliminating plastic or even eating out of plastic Mm -hmm. really can cause harm especially when you microwave it with all the chemicals being released yep my favorite okay this might sound like i don't know is it evil or is it like making a change um one of my favorite things is when i go to ask for food to go (laughs) and i'm like (laughs) does it come in plastic in a plastic container or styrofoam and they go yeah i'm like oh never mind i don't want it anymore and they're like what and i'm like yeah yeah (laughs) sorry like i know (laughs) Right. And even just asking. Yeah. And people may find it confusing as to why. Mm -hmm. But then, sorry, you can go, you can go. Oh, no, I was just saying, building that habit of you doing that or using certain things, um, it's really good to start building habits of whatever kind. Mm -hmm. And then, like, you never know, then that worker who you have that encounter with might go to their manager and their manager will be like, what? And then they talk to someone higher up and then they're like, can we get like uh biodegradable plastics or something like that mm-hmm. or find an alternative to give out for it to go so you never know what like your one conversation could do right oh it could easily help someone just maybe not make a change that next time but just think about it exactly more. exactly maybe that'll cause them to do research invest more of their time their energy their money mm-hmm. which is great but even at school um i bought myself a lunch bag um, the stasher bag, I used glass. So when I was gone, most of my days I would be gone all day. And I'm sure people would wonder why <laughs> a 22 year old girl was walking around with like a lunchbox. 
Um, no, it's the way to do it. But I had a lunchbox and glass, and I brought silverware from my apartment. Yeah. And I just took it home, and I washed it. Yeah, it's perfect. There was no effort, mm-hmm. and it just wasn't wasted. I was just throwing away. Exactly. I know. Ever since, um, like, COVID and everything, where we can't use the reusable, it, like, hurts me. Like, there's my local coffee shop that I go to. Yeah. And, like, I'll go and get, like, the, like, one coffee, but then they also sell their cold brew in glass containers that you can have for, like, eh, it usually lasts a week. So that's a really nice option. And then, like, you can reuse the glass containers. I put flowers in it. You just wash it. It's all pretty. You can use it as a vase. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It is hard when things got, when things started to change Mm -hmm. because it kind of broke the way that people operated their lives. Exactly. And even people, if you were just, like, starting to learn about it or just starting to implement things in your stores, you have to, like, backtrack it. And it's... Yeah. And back in March, I took my thermos to a starbucks to um, Mm -hmm. get a coffee and they just said we can't accept it because of everything going on yep that happened in my coffee shop i was like what and they're like yeah like okay i guess i understand but like (laughs) all right no it is hard but i mean i wonder it is such a simple option especially using plastic bags when you go to the grocery store Mm -hmm. how um easy or how simple of a little change that is yep um and i'll tell my parents Sometimes to a point where they probably get a little annoyed, but <laughs> I'll tell them every time they go to the grocery store, you should just take your plastic bags mm-hmm. instead of just bringing them home and they wipe their groceries down now. But um, instead of having to like throw the plastic away, mm-hmm. instead of just doing absolutely nothing with it, I said, at least if you take it, you bring it home, I will wash them. And it's just a simple way to just like adjust your life. Oh, which yeah. I think this is how people learn. It's just making simple adjustments or how you learn anything mm-hmm. is doing more research into it for any subject or any topic. I agree. And I also think it's really, really, really important to question. And like, if you're doing something and that little thought mm-hmm. comes into your mind, like, how does this impact other people? How does this impact me personally? How, how does this impact the environment? Like, you just got a question. Yeah. I mean, why do you think this is one, one question I did want to ask? Why do you think people are so, do you think they're reluctant to adjust their lifestyle i think that's a whole nother like debate or something to be talked about yeah like the climate change deniers and then also just the fact with sustainable fashion like it's it's very expensive and it's hard to change your mindset to okay let me invest in like i don't know three quality pieces that will last me 20 plus years or buy the cheap stuff for now because that's all I can afford right now. Like, it's very hard to, like, mentally, ch- like, change your mindset to that and also financially. So. Yeah, financial is, I think, is definitely a big part of it because it is hard and everyone may not have the immediate means to do that. Yeah, definitely. And I know when I've learned about certain things from friends or family or even just people online, like, I'll look into things and I'll say, I can't really afford that right now. Yeah, exactly. So, Which is a very big reality yeah, for people. Yeah, it is. I also think, um, back to that question again, why people don't really want to do it. I feel like a lot of people are just, like, stuck in their habit and stuck in their yeah. ways. And in a weird way, they get offended when you say, no, this is going to, like, help the earth if you do this. Mm-hmm. But th- and it's hard, to any habit, to break. Yeah, yeah. It totally is. Um, it's kind of like... Even you could say like habit of drinking coffee every day, every other day. It's a really hard mm-hmm. um, thing to break a habit. Yeah. But I just hope that at least if I talk about it or question people to a point, they may get annoyed, but it may at least like. <laughs> it may sink in there. Yeah. It may, it may at least like sink in there. Yeah. But something for our class that we had to do for sustainability, um, we had to pick out six pieces out of our wardrobe. That we could wear. Oh, like, yeah. I took the, the class this past semester. I just did this too. Yeah, for the next six months. And I think when I was talking to certain people, they found it um, hard. I don't even think it may have been people in the class. I think I was just talking to it about friends or family. And they had a hard time thinking about picking out six things to wear. Mm-hmm. Yep. And but some is- people, I know people who really just have the most simple wardrobe and how that is how people like operate their lives yeah or how if you invest in those statement pieces or investment pieces more so Mm -hmm. 
that could be a really good way. I mean, it's hard thinking about fashion because it's all about clothing and what people wear. Yep, definitely. I am just thinking back to our Japan trip, Abby. (laughs) When we were all like, oh my God, we're going to have to get a second suitcase to bring all of our stuff home. Yeah. And when I got home, I was like, I'm going to become a minimalist. I can't handle how much stuff I have. And like a Mm -hmm. lot of it is just like accumulated over the years. It's like old stuff that I've been wearing. It's just like, or even I admit like I'll thrift shop too much. Like it's just this constant desire for more. But people who have, I mean, I've heard that people who have minimal things in their closet are actually happier. (laughs) So there's less decisions, less clutter, better feng shui. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. I try to clean out my closet. Um, Not, I don't do it often, but like probably three or four times a year. And I'll go through and every single time I come to a point, I say, I just have too much. Mm Mm-hmm. It's stuff that I'm just not wearing that I'm keeping for I don't even know why. Exactly. But at least if I never throw anything out, I always donate it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, no. I hate the word. I just want to comment on this. I hate the word disposable and throwing out. I think they should be taken out of vocabulary <laughs> and the it, dictionary because those words do not exist because they have no meaning because there's no such thing as going away. <laughs> no, it, there is no such thing as going away. Yeah. Or just... Trying to give any clothing piece you have um, a second life yeah, can just improve that so much mm-hmm. just for your own personal use in general. I try to do this, and I've gotten into a really good habit of it. Have um, Throughout the last couple of years, I've had pairs of jeans that I've had for a long time, but I've started to paint them yes. or cut them. Yeah. So to me, that's a whole new piece. That's as though I just bought it. And it's a new garment, mm-hmm. and I wear it, and that lasts me ten times longer. And it's so or a fun. pair of pants that I had um, for about the last four years. They I lost some weight, so they became too big. So I cut off the bottom half of them and like sewed them onto a shirt mm-hmm. as sleeves. Yeah, that's awesome. Like, and it's so fun, and I think it's great that this is becoming more like more prevalent upcycling of clothes i see it mm-hmm. all over tiktok oops it might be addictive, <laughs> but literally i do and that's amazing because like it's especially with gen z so the fact that this has become yeah. like a cool thing to like oh i want this unique piece because also when we go to stores when we go to fast fashion stores or even i i don't know higher end fast fashion stores it's all mass produced like you could pick something off the shelf and the person next to you could also do that. And then you're wearing the same thing. It's like, why do we, why do we still like want that? I don't know. I guess I'm kind of for the mindset of like making your own. I mean, I cannot make my own clothes, but like customization and stuff and like how it used to be like when before clothes were mass produced. Oh, right. Exactly. And just, um, I have a jean jacket. I had it and I loved it. And then I just, took it to an event on campus and I tie dyed it Mm -hmm. again. I took it as a total new piece of clothing. And I think that's something that people could learn too, that they don't have to do it for other people. But even if you wanted to try to alter something that you have just for yourself, it could bring a total new life to it. It could increase the longevity of Mm -hmm. like the garment life. And it just eliminates you getting rid of it in some way or another, or um, when I painted my first pair of jeans, uh, might have been freshman or sophomore year, I just, I was bored. I am a very colorful, out there person. So I had a pair of jeans and I said, I'm just going to paint them to see how they look. Mm-hmm. I ended up really liking them. And someone offered to pay me yep. to paint them a pair. Yep, And, that's and it was starts. the greatest compliment yeah. because I was so happy that they um, liked it and that I could make them happy in that way. Exactly. And so people go to people to maybe purchase things or even if I think people should be encouraged to make that change themselves or at least not be afraid to do it. It may not turn out the exact way you want, mm-hmm. but at least it's you could be adventurous and try it. Definitely. Definitely. I completely agree. And I think it's super exciting that 
I feel like the fashion landscape is turning more towards that, at least for, like, younger people. And, like, since quarantine, like, we don't I, – I don't know. I feel like I personally learned that I don't have to rely on other people for everything, like, mm-hmm. making things. Like, I agree. DIY, like, why, why can't you? Like, why have we turned into this society where we have to rely on so many other people to do things for us when it's actually really, like, fulfilling to do it yourself and fun and creative and you create a unique piece? Like, even if you think I can't do it, just try it because you never know. If you don't try it, you will literally never know what you're talented at. So I absolutely agree. And there's yeah. so many different ways to do it, whether you paint it, whether you just cut something, mm-hmm. you could shred it. I've done that too. I mean, it does not always look the best. I'll be the one to admit that. <laughs> Tie dye. Trial and error. I just um, attempted something this morning is to dye um, clothes with like old coffee. And yeah. I know that sounds so crazy, <laughs> but I saw it and I think the shirt actually turned out great. Like you can alter clothes in any way that you want. Yeah. Exactly. Add ribbons, but it just allowing you to do that and customize it it gives you that unique factor that you have Mm -hmm. but it increases the longevity of the product yeah I 100% agree because not that I was going to throw out this jean jacket that I tie-dyed but I wear it so much more now yeah and like sometimes you just get so tired of something you're like what like this was expensive am I really gonna go give this away right now or like something like that right and I appreciate the fact that everyone may have a simpler style, mm-hmm. um, may not like as many colors. So you don't have to just, um, in terms of up, like, upcycling, you don't have to tie-dye something or oh, no. it, add like color to it. It could simply be cropping something uh-huh. or just really adjusting it in like the most minimal way yeah, putting to just add design. to your wardrobe without physically adding to it in a quantitative um I believe way exactly just do whatever makes you happy fashion should be fun it shouldn't be sticking to any like rules I don't think there's rules in fashion I hate those stupid rules you can't wear blue and black don't wear white (laughs) past labor day like shut up who is who is the they that's telling me this (laughs) right exactly you could do whatever you want and that's like that outward way of expressing yourself yeah yeah I'm a I'm, I would say I'm as much as an introvert as an extrovert. Mm-hmm. So I always thought, even younger, by me wearing whatever I wanted, whether some people thought it looked good or not, that's the way I communicated with the world. Yep. That's how it should be. Like, ugh, I hate judgment. If a person wants to wear a tutu over jeans <laughs> with, like, yoga pants as a top, then go let them. for it. <laughs> yeah. Like, do your then thing. Then go for it. Ugh, I hate all the like judgment and fashion. It's just that's not the point of fashion. It's not, it's not the point. It's ugh. yeah. It's a big form of self-expression. You learn so much. I don't know if I necessarily had a big idea of what I was gonna learn when I chose to go into fashion. Mm-hmm. But I think it's much more than people may think. Definitely. And, and we had the opportunity to learn more in depth. Yeah, about what it was, and that there's so many components of it. So what many. people can do, how you can change the world, mm-hmm. and then now people, uh, hap- I'm happy that they are talking about sustainability and bringing it into effect. Even just learning about the supply chain aspect of it, mm-hmm. which when I took that class, I learned how important that was, mm-hmm. or I had the ability to hear. The CEO of Patagonia speak when she won an award and she talked all about the supply chain. Yep. And how if you just sustain it in the best way possible and how it's all a collective effort Mm -hmm. to make everything work from the beginning of it to the fibers that are used to create the garment to the selling process of the consumer. Yep. Yep. And it's just all about sustaining it in the best way possible. And you could have the wardrobe that you want that also positively contributes to the environment. Exactly. I really think so. I completely agree. I completely agree. You can find fun, super colorful products, but it, it'll still be sustainable. Like whether that's secondhand or you find a company who makes it out of natural fiber or natural materials, like you can right. find it. If you look for it, you can find it. And I hope that people 
um, I've been doing this and I hope that people, um, if they hear this, they look more into it because even a brand like Patagonia, they have their clothes that they sell. They're very environmentally conscious as a brand, but they also have their division called warm wear, mm-hmm. which if you buy a coat from there and it starts to rip, you can donate it back mm-hmm. and they could fix it and send it back to you. Yeah. Or this was great. And I just learned about this within the last year. But you can buy from that aspect of the company. They'll, whatever clothes they have from a donation perspective, they will take them apart completely and rebuild a new pattern and make a new garment out of it. That's incredible. And that they just completely sense. sell it new. Yep. But it's that, that type of effort is what's like making a really big difference. And there's so many brands like that. It's not just that brand. It's yeah. accessories and clothing or mm-hmm. even by people investing more in the money, you know, they're investing in good quality mm-hmm. um, pieces, accessories or shoes. Yep, definitely. And I also, with you talking about the Patagonia Girlfriend Collective does that too. Um, it's called mm-hmm. Re-Girlfriend and Girlfriend Collective is an activewear company made of all recycled plastic or Oh, I didn't know that. I think fishing nets. um, I think that's how it started. It might be plastic bottles now. I'm obsessed with them. I think they are active. I'll have to look into them now. (laughs) You definitely do. Unfortunately, they're like always sold out now because they're super popular, which is a good thing, but you can never get anything. (laughs) (laughs) Right. It's like constantly joining the wait list, but it's totally worth it. Um, They do the same thing. Re-girlfriend. You can send back literally any of their products and they'll take it apart and make it into a new garment like if you have leggings that you're done with they're like pilling or something send them back and they'll make them into new leggings or like a new sports bra or something um which is so amazing yeah yeah and it's the clothing is the same in terms of it's cute it's um it's functional which Mm -hmm. is especially with athletic that's what you want yeah and then it also is doing its job to help and not just Produce and produce and produce. Exactly. And also, I wanted to bring up how, like, Girlfriend Collective and Lululemon, they're both around the same price range, I would Mm -hmm. say. I think Girlfriend Collective might even be cheaper. So, in my mind, it's like, why are you paying for Lululemon? Which is, sorry, but worse quality. Like, they pill, even if you don't put them in the dryer. If you just put them in the washer and then hang dry them, they still pill which I think is super annoying. I have one pair from them and didn't buy any more. But they're the same, like, around the same price. So it's like, why are you going to buy them? They're literally doing nothing for the environment. They don't have, like, a cause, I guess, should be active is their whole thing. (laughs) Like, live a good, positive, healthy lifestyle. Right. If you're spending that money, spend it at a company who has meaning and who's actually trying to improve the earth or humanity in some way. That's my opinion. Yeah, and I... Totally agree. I think just me wanting to start like this podcast and just talk to people is I want to learn about it as by talking to as many people as I can. And I really think that no matter what age you are, you could always learn something new. Mm -hmm, But I just learned about this new company by talking to you who I've known for a long time. Mm -hmm. So I hope that people learn. Um, And that's something else I wanted to talk to you about too, was different brands. Like Mm -hmm. I have this backpack from, L.O. Bean. And I've had it since sixth grade Mm -hmm. and I still use it to this day. I used it all throughout high school, college, and I've had it for 11 years. Yep. So I think people could, should be reminded that you don't have to constantly purchase. No, I mean, I just want, I should have said this from like the get-go when you asked me what I thought sustainability is. The best way to be sustainable is to not buy anything new. It's just to reuse what you have like if going forward today i didn't buy anything new and just kept reusing what i had best Mm -hmm. way to do it but since like humans we have this like need for more right i guess you just got to continue purchasing in a smart way right Um, i have my rainbow flip-flops that i've had for the last they're awesome five i think five years maybe a little bit more Mm -hmm. they are the most probably one of the most comfortable pairs of shoes that i have yeah. Um, they again, once you're done with them and people have them for ex- an extremely long time, you donate them back and mm-hmm. they recycle them. Yep. Like, or, that's amazing. Or they recycle them and they donate their shoes to 
countries who are in need mm-hmm. um people who need like different pairs of shoes yeah and- so it's just maybe making that investment in a brand that does good for the world for the like you said like sustainable is dealing with the environment and then it's also the humanity aspect of it mm-hmm. and-, and like you're caring about people for that from that other end of the garment yeah exactly and with the whole recycle program and sending back to the company company like that's how it should be that's how you close the loop so it's not the linear cycle that we're in right now where it's produce 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 waste <laughs> like produce use right. waste it should be produce use send back reuse again like that's what it should be and it should just be in that cyclical cycle right um even working for the fast fashion company that I did work for I saw that it was constant product being brought in brought in being mm-hmm. produced and people didn't buy it and it's just constant yeah. producing. And when I started the job, I would buy not all the time, but a decent amount. And then I just got to a point where I stopped buying from it. Because mm-hmm. it, it just creates this, that's the whole point of fast fashion and trends. It creates this dire need for more and just continuing to purchase. And like, it's not a good cycle. It's really, yeah, it's if, really not. If those companies from the beginning said, we're going to produce so there is... I don't even know what is there like 56 fashion weeks or something now in the fashion cal. I don't 54. I could be told totally something, like right <laughs> something like that. Something like that. Or seasons, seasons. Um, right. Because there's just so many trends. If they were to say like, we're going to be this trendy, but like send it back to us and we'll make it into something new. That's going to meet the next trend. That's like a little bit better instead of just like sending it out to be waste. Yeah. That makes Ex- sense. <laughs> no no it no it absolutely does yeah. it's just it's hard because it's this whole big like you said like a cyclical process yeah from here just in like the production it's really hard to I'm sure for a company to adjust how their business runs mm-hmm. but some companies I know are doing it for the true reason of wanting to do it mm-hmm. like you introduced me to that brand I think I'm pronouncing it right Veja the sneakers oh yeah mm-hmm. The Brazilian brand, they're doing it from the beginning, from the materials they choose. Um, this shoe is completely sustainable. Um, they're doing that because they care. Same with Patagonia. But there are other companies that are doing it for the, Ugh. and I don't like to say this, but the trend of it. <laughs> yep, the trend, the marketing. It's so So exciting. I know I learned a little bit about greenwashing from you. Yes. And that, correct me if I'm wrong, is really branding – um, a brand as sustainable for the trend part of it. Am I right? Yep, exactly. So I just posted this post about this on um, my styling account. Ren mm-hmm. Styling, if you want to go follow it. You already <laughs> follow it, but no, everybody else. <laughs> um, yeah, greenwashing, like people will put, or companies will have like a little aspect of sustainability in their company and then they'll use that one little point to make it seem like that's their whole brand and all of their brand values align when they don't like, sorry, I'm just like exposing people here, but target (laughs) (laughs) they're all in motion brand. I had to do a project on it Mm -hmm. and they were claiming that this was a green brand. It was sustainable. We had to observe like what it was made out of. None. The actual garment was not made out of any natural fibers at all like it was the yes. hang tag that was made out of I think it was recycled paper or cardboard or something like that and then that's what they used to claim that their new collection or this private label was sustainable and like I think maybe a few pieces had a little bit of it but it's just like what like how do you how do you do that like as a human I don't know maybe I'm just like super empathetic but like how you just lie to so many people and spread such false information it's I know crazy. and that's that's the sad part. And you know what? It's, I am not claiming to be perfect. And I've totally, that I, when first learning about sustainability, whenever that was a little while ago, like a few Mm -hmm. years, there was this one brand that um, I feel like teachers spoke about. um, And I'm not going to say which one it is, but they said this one is one of the first brands that really introduced the idea of sustainability and also transparency yeah I know which is huge right yeah which is huge and that alone gives people a reason to believe in a company mm-hmm. and at the end of the day a lot of people are just brand loyal for oh, whatever yeah. brand it is clothing shoes even people invest their money in banks it's they're gonna go to the ones that they're brand loyal to 
mm-hmm. um, buying cars, same thing. So we learned about this brand and it was transparency and I thought that's awesome. So then learning more about brands that are sustainable and transparent in all of their practices, um, which like you said, Veja, it's, if you go on their website, it's point blank. They say everything they do from the moment they start the product to the end of it. And then going back to this company that we learned about, it's bare minimum. Yep. And yep. it's just, I think that company is just starting with the trend part of it. Mm-hmm. And it's so upsetting. <laughs> I, I can't like repeat that. Oh, okay. I, so I've been in quarantine for like two weeks now. Mm -hmm. So I'm spending a lot of time like on my phone, on Instagram, Mm -hmm. watching TV. (laughs) Right. Um, you know, absolutely. So I was on Instagram, I get an ad for this one company and they're like, our clothes are made from bamboo, all this stuff. Mm -hmm. Bamboo is not a sustainable material. We learned this in our textiles class and this stuck with me because of all the companies who show that bamboo or they claim that bamboo is sustainable. That is the literal, like one of the biggest forms of greenwashing. When you take the plant bamboo and Mm -hmm. change it, the process of changing it into a fiber, when it goes through that process, it strips away all of the natural properties yeah, that pam- that bamboo would carry like the chemicals. They just like strip it away, like, breathability and stuff, and then they implement all those properties back into it through chemicals. So it's like that's not natural. It's not sustainable. That's not what it should be. When like you're wearing hemp, it's breathable, or like linen, it's breathable. Correct. Because that's like what it's naturally made out of. So I <laughs> DM'd this company. And I was like, hey, just saw your ad on my Instagram. Like, I love the idea of sustainability. Just kind of, like, give me a little background. And I was like, can you tell me more about your bamboo processes? Like, is it it different? Because I learned in one of my classes that, like, it's not sustainable at all. And a lot Mm -hmm. of people use bamboo for greenwashing. So, like, I would love to learn more if your company does it a different way. Like, I don't know if I was taught that was old, like, old um, teaching. Mm -hmm. And they never got back to me. And that was three days ago. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, I'm like waiting. Even like what you just said, it's so hard to know what's true, what's false, because people, brands, like whoever they are, could brand something correctly, incorrectly. And I feel like unless people do the research, and I need to get better at this myself fully admitting that, that people need, should really try and research things as best they can themselves to understand and maybe not always take people's word for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. I'm bringing that back to question everything. Like you really just have to. Right. You do question it. And then at least people know, and yeah. I try to do that as much as I can with everything. And mm-hmm. I um, try to at least tell people to do that as well because of how important it is to really just understand Mm -hmm. and to learn more and then make those educated decisions like after that. Definitely. And um, I've had to do research projects like on sustainable fashion by choice. And honestly, like there's not a lot of information out there. I was trying to learn more about it just through computer research, like the internet the other day. Mm -hmm. And I knew a lot of what was already out there. So I think it's really important to reach out to people in the industry, like in the fashion, sustainable fashion world, if you can, and to talk to people who actually have experience or reach out to environmentalists and see. Exactly. Or like I've been to a few panels where I listen to like the top of the top people or professionals within Mm -hmm. fashion, within environmentalism, um, just give their word and their take on it. And I think that's one of the best ways because you can also, like, I don't know, I'm a visual learner. You can almost, like, learn more from mm-hmm. that. Absolutely. I feel like I've even learned so much about talking to some of, like, the professors. And, again, people may not have professors, like, <laughs> to talk yeah. to about it. But having professors working in the industry, just hearing about sustainability or not, just talking about the general experience that they have and how they dealt with sourcing and Mm -hmm. 
shipping and supply chain and everything like that. Yep. How the process really works. Yeah. And like you just said, like with bamboo and the chemical process done, it's such, which is a whole other topic in and of itself. Yeah. It's such a wide topic and it affects every single aspect mm-hmm. of clothing to everything. I mean, clothing, the way you do with like the dyes and how that goes into the environment and then how that alone affects people yeah i mean and how it affects the community yep if it doesn't affect this goes for everything in life but Mm -hmm. if it doesn't affect you personally it's affecting someone else like your actions impact other people and you just have to keep that in mind like if i'm running around with my lululemon leggings on Mm -hmm. that are like pink and then people i don't even know actually i shouldn't be saying this because i don't even know if this is factual but like i guess for an example if they're made, I don't know where they're made, so I'm just putting it out there, but if they're made in, like, Bangladesh or something like that, and then mm-hmm. the runoff is going into the river that they drink out of, like, mm-hmm. that's poisoning them. <laughs> so. Right, exactly. And that's just, it could happen with any brand. So I just hope that people invest more time just to learn about it. Mm-hmm. You may not want to invest in certain things or brands, and I understand that because everyone's very different. Yeah. But just like take the time to learn about it and it may help change the way people um, buy certain things, how often they do yep. invest just like genuinely in the environment. Exactly. So I guess I just have one more question. Sure. Um, what do you think is one thing you think people should know or keep in mind when buying something? Doesn't not have to be clothes related. It could be a product. It could be anything. I always ask myself, where is this going to end up before I buy anything? Okay. So whether it be clothes, where is it going to end up? Am I going to have this for however many years and then donate it or turn it into something else? I don't know. If I'm, if you're like buying new dishes, where is this going to end up? If you're buying hang tags for your clothing, if jewelry like literally every single thing that you buy sneakers where sneakers are a big thing where are they going to end up shoes like you got to think about how what its end life is going to be I think that's the most important thing before you make something or buy something think about where it's going to end up wow (laughs) I I think I feel like I'll think about that now yeah I definitely do like I'll catch myself being like I really want this but then it's like can I recycle it? What's going to happen to this product? If it's going to go straight to a landfill, absolutely not. Don't buy it. If you're making something, if you want to be creative and start your own business, go for it, but Mm -hmm. make sure whatever you're selling doesn't end up in a landfill and it's not disposable. (laughs) Take that word out of your vocabulary. (laughs) (laughs) No, I completely agree. I think that's like a great way to think about it. Yeah. When and shopping for anything, mm-hmm. clothing or products that you use every Even day, garbage bags, get yeah. compostable garbage bags. They mm-hmm. sell them. Not a big switch. Yeah, I have makeup wipes that I um, bought, and they they came in a pack of like eighteen or twenty, mm-hmm. and they're just reusable. Yeah, you. I take them. I use them. And you put them back in the bag. It's like a net mesh bag. And Mm -hmm. then you just wash them. Yep. Exactly. So just things like that, that little simple products that I hope through this people can just learn about or or become more educated on. Yep. Exactly. Oh, I recently saw something. Side note. But it was a company. I had never seen this before. They were doing mascara. They were selling mascara in like a tin can. And then a spoolie, like the little brush. Mm-hmm. No plastic involved. I forget the name of the company. I saw. I just saw it today. But you just dip the brush into the ma- into the tin and put your mascara on. Like why? That's it's so smart. Why have I never thought that that might be an option? Like we're so conditioned to just yeah. accept everything that's already out there. I feel like that you just you you don't think about the other options, but like there's so many alternatives and you just have to look for them. That's awesome. Okay. So I have to look into that too. Yeah, I'll find the name and I'll send it to you, but I, yeah. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, thank you very much for talking with me. I feel like we had a really good conversation and I learned a lot on this just talking to you who I've known for a while. And so I hope that anyone who listens to this learns um, something new Mm -hmm. or encourages them to go and learn and understand more about um, the product life cycle of anything, fashion or not. Yep. Just be open to learning. (laughs) Amen to that. Well, thank you very much, Julia. And I hope that everyone understands that the environment requires a collective positive movement to really improve it. Yep. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) Anytime. I'm so happy that I could start this um, whole podcast off by talking to you. Um, I've learned so much from you already. And thank you very much. And I know that we will talk soon. Yes, we definitely will. Yes, thank you so much again. And I look forward to listening to the rest of your podcast. This is so exciting. I can't wait to learn more. There's always more to learn. Always more to learn. Absolutely. Yep. Bye, Julia. Goodbye.